Hey, we are back. How's it going? We are hiatus. Well, kind of hiatus free. Back from the hiatus that was unintended. Yes. Yes. <laughs> These things, they happen. Things happen. It's a part of life. Yes. Um, but we are back. In a big way, as uh, Air Supply once said. <laughs> no, actually, that was Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Storytellers. It was good. Um, but yeah, man, I'm stoked to be back. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, you actually just reminded me of how much we have not talked about. Yes. I sit with my launch pad and I write things down. <laughs> and <laughs> that's how I remember. So uh, let's uh, kick it off with a bang. Cinema Wasteland. Yes, uh, Cinema Wasteland was two weekends ago. Yes. And uh, we went down there for just the Saturday night and the Sunday afternoon morning. Yeah. And uh, it was fun, man. Like, we ran into some uh, familiar faces and uh, good times were had, for sure. Yeah, it was good times. Uh, Met a fan of the show. Yeah, we did. Uh, Nightmare at Shadow Woods. Yep, he's uh, at Nightmare at Shadow Woods. Met him. Yep. Good talks with that guy. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for chatting it up with us, man. He posted a picture of uh, stuff he bought like later on. One of them was a uh, fetus. Cool. The Vander video release of it. Oh, killer. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Nice. Uh, yeah, we met him and uh, his friend. I can't remember his name. But um, that was cool. I ended up picking up a couple of tapes. Uh, I got offerings and the visitor and i got a revamped crispy fresh new zombie shirt from fulci's 79 zombie dude i wish i had more cash i, mean, I thought i had more cash on me and i didn't want to hit the atm that fucking guy who you bought your tapes from yeah so many good ones yeah he had a lot yeah out of because uh, i'm still missing like i don't know five or six of the elvira thriller big boxes he yep. had like every one i needed mm-hmm. and i just what was the asking? They were all different. <laughs> they were all different, but they, I mean, they weren't crazily high priced. It was like what you would probably expect to pay if you found them on eBay or even in a group. I think anywhere between like 20 and 50 from what I saw. Oh, that ain't I didn't bad. look at all of them, but I know, uh, what's his name? Uh, one of the brothers. Yeah. Uh, picked one up and he said it was like 30. Okay. Yeah. That ain't, that ain't bad Mm-mm. for a thriller big box. Yeah, man. He had fucking unicorn release of the demons. He wanted 300 for which I knew it was going to be pretty fucking pricey. Right. As soon as I picked it up, I was looking for a price, and he didn't have it. He's like, it's 300 I was like, yeah, I kind of knew it would be <laughs> around there. Yeah. My tapes were 5 bucks a piece. Uh, Visitor is a cut box, but no worries on that. I'm, I haven't watched it yet. I watched Offerings, though. It's pretty good. Yeah, I like Offerings. Yeah. Everybody, everybody talks about that one as being a ripoff of Halloween. Okay. But yeah. pretty much... It's like the more like the the cheaper slashes that came out around the time almost all were ripoffs of Halloween. Yeah, yeah, touche. Um, I watched that. <clears throat> I have yet to watch the visitor. Uh, did you watch your? Oh, uh, girl from two A. Yeah. No, I haven't put it in yet. It's a movie I want to watch forever, but it's I'm, I'm weird with things where I won't check out a movie until I own it. Oh, gotcha. With a lot of stuff, I just do that. Yeah. Well, the fucking box art looked sweet. So, that, there's that. Um, I'm going to be a new owner of New Year's Evil. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Morgan is letting me have her copy for uh, hugs. <laughs> no. Uh, no, but I'm that I'm stoked about that. Um, I, that's one of that's that's up there for me. I really like that movie a lot, man. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I think it's the uh, I can't remember what release it is, but it's not the original Paragon. No, no, it's maybe Video Treasures or something or something after. Like an afterwards. I can't remember the video. I mean, Video Treasures fucking released everything, but for some reason I don't remember seeing a Video Treasures of that. No, it's it's like I don't know. Now I'm curious. Yeah, it's uh, 
not the original, like the OG, but it's yeah. You know what I mean? It was like a re-released one, but I'm still pumped. But uh, yeah, so I'll uh, I'll be watching that soon. Is it the Canon one? Oh, Canon was what did it originally. It might have been Canon video. It might have been the Canon one then. Next, there's a Paragon one. Okay, it was the it's the Canon, which I'm pumped. Oh yeah. So, Rank Video also did it. Oh yeah. Oh, that one looks sweet. Yeah. I never seen that one. Yeah. Also, uh, we recently had a Friday the Thirteenth. Pass. We did, we did actually. Have a, I thought that was going somewhere else. I forgot no, no, we no, had no. The, the day Friday the Thirteenth actually just passed. Yeah, it just passed, and uh, I watched uh, part four, five, and six. Um, the Tommy Jarvis era. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morgan hasn't seen those. Really, really. So I've watched all eight. Not even four. Cause I can almost that's her favorite one. I threw it in and I didn't say anything, and that's her favorite one out of all the ones that I've showed her, and I've showed her all eight. So like I give the people woman was in it. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Wow." I'm like, "Yeah." Didn't mean to thunder strike you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I told her, you know, Tom Savini did the special effects, and the same guy that did the Prowler did final chapter and gave her a little uh, brush up on the history lesson. It's supposed to be the last one. Yeah, it was supposed to be the last one. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so I watched four, five, and six. Um, did you watch any uh, Friday the 13th or no? I did not. Friday was uh, the, oh. the viewing. Yeah. yeah. So I was uh, there all day. Yeah, I actually did not watch any Friday the 13th movies on Friday the 13th. It was on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah? Yeah, so there's, you know... But I, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna squeeze a few in this weekend. So I ended up watching, um, actually, just coincidence because I didn't even think about it. I put on um, Crystal Lake Memories on Saturday. Oh yeah, you were uh, telling me that. Yeah. Ah man, that pulls you in, doesn't it? Yeah. You can. Sit no, and actually, watch I did that on Sunday because I was up until like 12:30 watching it. And I'm like, I need to go to sleep, and I'll, I always fall asleep to something on. And I just couldn't. I just kept watching it. <laughs> so I ended up having to turn it off. Yeah. I love, fucking love that documentary, man. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, it, have you been watching anything out of the ordinary? No. Not really. Oh, we, dude, we got to touch on all the other stuff that happened at Wasteland. Oh, I yeah. I just realized we're, like, going on with the current here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasteland, uh, excellent. Edibles were a plenty. Goddamn, Yeah. Edibles are plenty, plenty to the point where James and Kelby were just done for. Yeah. Like I saw posted pictures of them uh, from Friday. Kelby was posting at like 4 a.m. And then we get there and they're all like watching wrestling. Like, yeah, we're just like recovering. We're going to be ready to go. I didn't realize James was eating a sucker. Yeah. And I'm not hip to the edible game. So when I see a sucker, I just think sucker. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of had a hunch when we walked in and he had a sucker. I'm like, it's a green sucker. I swear. I swear on it. Yeah. I was like, that's an edible, dude. It has to be. Yeah, so I fucking tried getting a hold of him at, like, it was around midnight or one, and got, like, nothing. Like, no response, and it was, like, the next morning, he was like, dude, we were fucking out. He's like, just so many edibles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we brought gummy bears um, and some actual pot. Yeah. That we never got around to smoking. I was going to say, did that happen, or did I just not remember that happening? No, we didn't smoke it. Um, but it, the gummy bears, Morgan and I ate some of that. So, And I got to see some of NXT TakeOver in uh, James and Kelby's room. Dude, they which, had three TVs set up. Yes, they did. It was pretty <laughs> cool. Uh, Monty was there. And, and Monty, Jared, and Johnny from Zakuzu yeah. hanging out there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking one night ended up, uh, or some point in the night ended up in uh, a room like with that Lewis was screening one of uh, his movies that he just made. Yeah, it's called Portraits. Yeah, I heard about it. It's pretty grim. It's pretty uh, pornographic. I wouldn't expect anything. Storyline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess one of the chicks in it is uh, 
in, as well, one of the Burning Angels. Oh, really? Another chick in it. It's into like some really fucked up porn. Okay. Like I heard him talking about it. Uh, we were outside afterwards, and he was talking to somebody. He's like, "Yeah, that one girl. The stuff that happens to her. People said they feel bad, but don't because she does things that are way worse." Oh wow! <laughs> I was like, "All right." Cool. <laughs> it was just a grim storyline with a pretty uh some pretty good gore at the end. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> ended up back in in their room because I guess they had somebody because I can't remember who Lewis said it was somebody got a room just to screen that movie that's what their room was for oh okay and that's all they used it for so basically they had a fucking empty room so I went back to their other room and they were smoking out of something that I said looked like a fucking Black & Decker power tool kind of did kind of <laughs> did yes it looked like the uh, weapon that Gene Simmons used in Runaway with Tom Selleck. It was like a gun that looked like, kind of like a nail gun with like a tube coming out of it. Yeah, this thing was like a fucking weird nail gun thing with a fucking flexible coil tube. Fucking comes up the top with like a little like fan funnel piece that you put in your mouth and you squeeze the trigger. I had no idea what was going on with that. <laughs> it's like, man, we're getting up there. This is fucking futuristic as shit. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> like as soon as I walked in, as soon as I walked in that room, I'm looking for Lewis and someone on the bed just blows a whole <laughs> cloud of smoke in my face. And I, once the smoke cleared, it was Lewis. I was like, Hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> and then, uh, Justin, mm-hmm. he was like, so what's up, man? He was doing the thing with his nails. Like, how come you didn't come to the screening of portraits, man? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I heard some stories, and uh, I didn't know if I was prepared for that. So I told him the story about how you thought like he didn't like you and the first time you met him. He's like, what? He's, I'm like, dude, the first time Steve met you, you were stoned as shit, and you came to our room looking for the stuff that we were holding for you. And he was like, oh, yeah. He's like, and then... I was like, Steve said, like, hey to you, and you just gave him, like, a weird, like, sideways look and a weird almost smile, and you're like, I'm good. I was like, so, yeah, you didn't really come across like you liked the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I was, like, super drunk at Horror Hound. I was like, hey, there's the guy that never says hi to me. How's it going, man? <laughs> We're cool now. I think the uh, the bonding was over the moonshine at the previous cinema wasteland oh yeah yeah he was like hooking me up with moonshine and we were bullshitting back and forth and i forgot about that yeah it was dude that was probably the smoothest moonshine i've ever had in my life yeah. it barely tasted like alcohol it was really good really dangerous that was a really fun uh wasteland too it was it was it was super cold but it was really fun the fire outside yep we had a fire it and shut down lasted way longer than i thought it would yeah but then when they they came around and they were cool about it and they were like just don't make it any bigger and just let it die out or whatever. Well, people just kept adding to it to keep it where it was at. Yeah. And I think after two hours the cops realized that yeah, <laughs> shit keeps getting added to it. Right. I came down like dicks afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, but it was cool. That was like our only source of warmth. Yeah. At all, it was fucking so cold out there. That was Johnny's first cinema. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I think I'm gonna take a break. Need a salad, drink some water. <laughs> yeah, he was ruined for like three days, man. Too much pizza, too much cheese, too much beer. <laughs> Not enough sleep. The only other thing that I can remember that happened at this wasteland was a uh, can crusher getting arrested. Yeah, that was crazy. I wasn't there, but I heard stories. Yeah, some like dude. I guess she was fucking drunk. I missed her being already just stupid drunk. Some dude got arrested, and she uh, she started just getting all loud, and the cops were like, hey, you, just, you need to calm down. And she kept just being loud, so they ended up arresting her, too. Yeah. For those who are listening to our show that don't know who Can Crusher is, I don't know if we've mentioned her on previous episodes. I don't know. We talked about Wasteland, possibly. But she crushes cans with her vagina. She just drops right down on them. Just drops right, does the splits right on a can of beer, and it disappears. See, like, it, I have not seen her do it in a while, though. No, my first wasteland was the, like. She, right in the fucking lobby. Yeah. There was a fucking mass crowd. That, the one you went to was a good one to fucking be. If you would have went to the one after that, just had a different vibe. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, and it, I don't think it really helped that she was dressed like a Nazi. I don't know if... See, I didn't see that she even was. I was told that she was. Yeah, I'm like, who is... I was like, is that Can Crusher? Like, what the fuck is going on? And she, like, crushed a can, apparently, when we weren't, like, there. Oh, did you? And someone was cleaning it up. And I'm like... I'm pretty sure I was saying to myself, like, that's got to be Can Crusher, but she was dressed like a Nazi, and I'm like, eee, what's up <laughs> with that? But, yeah, crazy. She got arrested, and I I just was thinking to myself, like, how bad would it be to get arrested at Wasteland? Yeah, normally, like, <laughs> cops, the cops are there, they're usually, like, one or two in the lobby, and all they do is they're just bullshitting with the staff. Or just bullshitting with the people who actually want to come up and talk to them. Yeah. But they don't care. They honestly don't fucking care. They're no. just there to make sure nothing gets stupid crazy. Mm-hmm. But they let a lot of stuff slide. So to actually get arrested. <laughs> no. Like, but as people pointed out, the cops that were there this year were like different from the cops who were there previous years. Yeah. They were like full tactical. Yeah. Trying to like, I guess, make sure like they're like corralling people into certain areas. Yeah. Which used to not happen. Yeah, pretty stupid, but um, yeah, man. Uh, so that's was pretty much wasteland. And then there was also before wasteland, sleep, sleep. We went and seen the almighty sleep, the uh, old school iconic doom band that some of you probably know of. If you don't. They're awesome. Did we have not? Have we seriously not done an episode since Sleep? Yeah. No, we haven't talked about. We talked about we were gonna go to the Sleep Show. Man. But we we didn't talk about actually being at the Sleep Show. So. Oh, you're right. Okay, yeah, because we recorded our last episode the day before Sleep, right? I believe so. Okay. Yep. There it is. Yep. So we went and seen Sleep. Jared was in a tobacco debacle. Debacle. Well, so I go to meet up with Al at uh, Old Miami to get his sleep ticket because yeah. he's going to Priest, which is I wanted to go to Priest. Yes. Couldn't get a Priest ticket. True. But I found a sleep ticket for like, he sold it to me for 20 bucks. So I'm like, cool. I'd rather spend 20 bucks than try to find somebody scalping a Priest ticket for like 100. Mm-hmm. Get there, buy the ticket from him. His girlfriend ends up coming up, and then I hear that she has a priest ticket that she's selling. And I'm like, fuck. Okay. I'm like, then I was going to say, well, maybe what are you selling it for? Maybe I'll buy it because I could sell the sleep ticket. Tony from New, somebody was like, oh, Tony's going to get it. And I'm like, cool. If Tony wants it, let Tony have it because I already got a sleep ticket. I'll just go to sleep. I get to the parking structure, meet up with you guys, get a text from Al. Hey, Tony backed out. Priest ticket's yours if you want it. Oh man. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm already here. I was like, I'm not I'm not leaving now. You already paid for parking. And- yeah, I already paid for park that twenty dollars got ripped right in half for parking, by the way. Yeah. Did I tell you about that? Yeah. Go to hand the fucking parking guy the twenty dollars for fucking parking. Go to pull it out and ripped it clean in half. <laughs> well, at least the guy was cool and took it. Yeah, I was like, You gotta be fucking kidding me. He's like, Oh, I'll take that. I got tape. I'm like, cool, because I don't think fucking the Fillmore is going to like half of a $20 bill. Right. But, uh, yeah, I was had drinks the old Miami, was hanging out with like Zach, and he had stuff. Yeah. And ended up back with you guys. So I was already like kind of like in a mode. Yeah. And also hungry because I didn't eat any food. <laughs> so long story short on this one what we're leading up to is while sleep was playing i straight up fell asleep standing up yes i look over <laughs> as i'm being drenched in colossal riffs and i see jared nodding out and sleeping while he's standing up and i'm like dude I kind of nudged you, like, you all right, man? Well, at one point, you grabbed my shoulder because I was, like, <laughs> falling forward. You were, dude. You were. I was, like, concerned that you were going to fall into somebody. And I'm like, it's not a doom show unless someone's yawning or falling asleep, man. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> all joking aside, sleep was fucking phenomenal, dude. It's a good show. Yeah. It really was. Yeah, they played mostly Holy Mountain. 
and then a little bit of dope smoker and uh it was good did they play that new track or that new newer track yeah they played that it was like the third song in nah, i didn't see i was probably already falling asleep yeah uh they did play the clarity but they they played uh sonic titan which is the original b-side to dope smoker before the re-release on southern lord mm-hmm. um Sonic Titan was the B-side to Dope Smoker, and they played that live, and that's, like, my favorite track from those guys. So that was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. And uh, we stood on the side where Al was playing bass. and Fucking killer bass player. He's a fucking, yeah, he's a beast. But uh, kind of a mixed crowd a little bit. There were some people there that I'm like, this, you guys like sleep? <laughs> you know, and then there's people there like, yeah, I would expect to see you here. I seen a lot of the same people that were at Primitive Man that you and I went to at sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Like the same, like they made the drive and everything. So, but yeah, sleep was cool and Sub Rosa was not. So, no, I the opening band all. was fucking terrible, dude. I wasn't getting into that at all to the point where I think I turned and started conversations. While <laughs> we all did, yeah. We ran into Bob and Jimmy mm-hmm. and Misty, and your cousin's girlfriend was there. Yep. And we, we all were kind of in a group, and we basically talked throughout the whole Sub Rosa set. And I thought they were going to be halfway decent because the guy came out on stage with a Conan shirt on with a sweet fucking bass. And the original, like, the first note that he hit was just like, okay, these guys are going to be heavy as shit. And then it turned out to be just terrible. Yeah, it just wasn't good. They had a violin player and shit, and I didn't know where they were going with what they were doing. So it, I knew I had a feeling it was going to be a coin toss with them. Just because, I mean, with sleep, you also have to throw in, like, ohm. So it's that type of style. So it's yeah. like, okay, they're going to be like, they, they could have went anywhere with the sound. You knew they were going to be kind of doom ish yes but they could have went fucking anywhere and they went and it was a bad place yeah it wasn't <laughs> good i mean good for them they got the fucking they just did a sh- tour with sleep but yeah i mean that's a big deal but I, the music wasn't good at all and the vocals were not good at all so no just all around i wasn't digging it really didn't dig that but yeah so we went and seen sleep that was cool um i have some music that i had definitely want to bring up let's do it um it's going to take me a minute so what have you been jamming <laughs> we'll just go with me um shit i've kind of just been all over the map just playing just shit uh been going through a lot of the fucking just tracks from a lot of 80s horror movies cool um like uh the themes or Oh uh, yeah, I just like the songs from the movies and like the same like fucking Dream Warriors and fucking Man Behind the Mask and okay. fucking that one track from fucking uh Friday Eight. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And uh <laughs> fucking shit from um Black Roses and basically the original a lot of it is the original stuff that is covered on Acid which is uh Midnight Movies. Oh, okay, cool. Like all the original tracks of that. Uh listen to that. Um just i don't know i can't even actually think of any of the stuff i've been listening to because it's actually just been bouncing back and forth usually at work yeah just a fucking mix of punk and metal all right just leave it there because that's pretty much what it was (laughs) right on (laughs) well i uh acquired a new vehicle um uh and now i have an aux cord so I can actually listen to like something other than the fucking same twelve CDs that I've had for you know whatever. Fuck yeah. But I definitely uh, wanted to bring up a band that Morgan turned me on to called Planning for Burial. Yeah. They're fucking awesome. It's like a weird mix of shoegaze, doom, and I can't like goth or something. It's like weird. It's it's hard to categorize, but super fucking awesome, man. She's like, oh, yeah, check these guys out. And I was like, okay. And she showed me a couple other bands that she's into I didn't really dig at all. <laughs> but uh, these guys are pretty cool. Definitely check them out. Um, you probably might have to be in a mood to listen to this band, but it's really drony. It's really fuzzed out. It's really psychedelic, and it's really shoegaze. So 
planning for burial. Check those guys out. Um, two Fridays ago, Fohammer released their new album. I actually got around to listening to the whole thing. I used up all my band camp plays. Can't listen to it anymore. Uh, <laughs> it's called Second Sight. I brought it up on the last podcast. This is um, the opposite of easy listening. This is like album of the year so far for me. It's uh, dense. It's heavy. It's slow, but it's also epic. And uh, they take a page out of the very first Ahab record. Nice. And uh, mix it in with like a newer, cleaned up, not so lo-fi production. All right. Very punchy, very heavy. Fucking definitely check this out. I cannot stop listening to this album front to back. It's just fucking absolutely killer. It's going to be released uh, as a double LP, and the D side is going to be etched. So just a cool little bonus. So pretty much three-sided. Yeah. And then etched D side. Yep. Oh, yeah. And uh, pretty cool. Um, yeah, this is really just fucking heavy. Someone said that every time they see this band, pieces of the ceiling fall down. I believe it. They're just they're just a really heavy band. So um, if you're into doom, slow stuff, really heavy guttural vocals, uh, definitely check out the new Faux Hammer record. Uh, Fister released a new track called Disgraced Possession. Fucking if that track's fucking killer. It's so good. So far, the two off the of their upcoming are fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And good thing is, there are U.S. pre-orders now on Amazon. Yeah, I saw that. So we're not left out. So if you want to snatch up a copy, you can pre-order it on Amazon. And uh, the new track, uh, Disgraced Possession, is just so fucking good, man. And if these two tracks are any indication of what the rest of the album is going to be like, it's going to be hard to top that. It's really going to be hard to top that because they they've just gotten better. They're like perfectors of their craft for sure uh been listening to that track a lot a lot of snafu and shit life because they're playing a show next month with acid witch and cannabis was it acid witch cannabis corpse snafu shit life yep was there somebody else on that or was it just that for those four um maybe shroud possibly i don't know i can't remember i might be wrong Either way, that's going to be a fucking killer show. Yeah, don't sleep on that one, because that's going to be a fucking ripper. And it's like five days before my birthday, so it's the Friday before, so I'm raging that night, taking that Saturday off. I'll, I'm, I think I'm going to take that Saturday off, too. Oh, you're going to have to. Uh, <laughs> there's that. Um, Dude, that's going to be the first Acid Witch show since uh, Evil Sound Screamers. True story. I wonder how much of that they'll play. I don't know. We've seen them before it came out, and they played two tracks from it, so they'll probably play like three or four, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Um, still listening to that record, by the way. Oh, yeah, me too. It's it's amazing. I still uh, I, I get in panic mode that I missed like the pre-order for the record, but I don't think uh, Hell's Headbangers has released anything on pre-order for it yet. Okay. That was like supposed to be in like, January. Right. But... uh. Well, the full album's up on YouTube till till that happens, and oh yeah, so that's good. Um, Earthless, they're coming here to Detroit. They're a really cool uh, kind of doomy rock band. Uh, it's almost like jam band. Yeah, they're like a jam band. Very good. Yeah, that was that's a good point because I never thought of that. They really are. They're like a fucking doom jam band, like not doom but stoner jam band, and. Um, those dudes fucking wail, dude. Mm-hmm. They're they're really good at what they do. It's just three piece. I don't think there's any vocals. Everything I've heard was uh, instrumental. Instrumental, yeah. So I've been jamming them a lot lately. And then um, Dope Throne just released a new track called Snort Dagger. It's about doing coke, apparently. Um, fucking dude, that track is killer. Uh, the album comes out May 25th. It's called Trans Canadian Anger. Um, definitely fucking pick that up when it comes out. Those guys are doing a, a U.S. tour. Uh, they're not hitting Detroit, but they may be hitting a city near you. If they do, check them out. Uh, the Sea Bastard and Keeper Split came out uh, five or six years ago. Is definitely the heaviest split that's ever been recorded. <laughs> I said that. Write that down. Uh, fucking A. Just both sides are just absolutely killer. And... Uh, 
I've been listening to No Funeral. Those guys are fucking killer. They're from Minneapolis. They have an EP called Mankind is Carrying Fit for Nothing and a full length called Misanthropy. Uh, fucking those guys are killer. And finally, I've been listening to Funerary. They broke up. They're from Arizona. Their full album called Starless Eon. And that's what I've been listening to. Oh, yeah. I just want to touch on. Um, haven't actually listened to it in a while. This band Ambush. Okay. But out of Flexi. At this point, fuck, probably two years ago. And I think I almost wore a hole into it. Cool. <laughs> that's how much I fucking be jamming it. Hell yeah. But they're, uh, in the next two weeks, I want to say they go out the end of April. Go out to. They're from Boston. They go out to Portland, or I think Pacific Northwest, and do a tour with Contrast Attitude from Japan, which is Contrast Attitude, which is killer, like uh, raw punk DB band from Japan. Ambush in in doing this is having a new 12 inch for that tour. Really, exclusively for the tour. Um, I don't know if it's gonna be. I don't think it's exclusively for the tour. Possibly, but I know uh, they were getting their test presses and everything in order, getting it ready for the tour. Okay. So uh, anybody in Pacific Northwest, I think they're getting some parts of California. Um, I think it's like the 27th, the weekend of like the 27th. You see that come through, check it out. Ambush is, uh, they're super fucking just, it's like a fucking bomb going off. Just lots of, have, no noise heavy as fuck, just punk as shit. Um, members of uh, Aspects of War, which I've talked about before. Yes. And, um, and, uh, Zatsun, which I'm pretty sure I don't know if uh, Jake's still in Ambush, but he was in Aspects of War and Zatsun, and Zatsun will be the closest comparison to Ambush. It's just noisy, almost like noise core, fucking crash across, fucking just noise punk, just yeah, phenomenal. I love this band, and I'm happy to see they have a new recording coming out. So catch them uh, end of the month, Portland, Seattle area. Fucking a, yeah. Especially, actually, especially, do not miss Contrast Attitude. One of my top bands as well. Okay. Man, I wish we could fucking find our way out that way. Yeah. Because. Which actually, actually, Contrast Attitude, I want to say, has a new uh, record out. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, um, I know uh, Soap and Spikes has it in their distro right now. Cool. So if anybody is hip on that. Okay. <clears throat> and then um, we've talked about it. We went. I know <clears throat> I went to the show, The Anguish. LP release show. Yeah. How was that? Oh, yeah. Have we done an episode since then either? No. Son of a bitch. Okay. So that show was amazing. I thought we did. I thought we talked about it. No, that was on a Saturday, right? No, this was uh, before Wasteland and before Sleep. Maybe we did. We're going to say we talked about it. I think we did talk about it. Oh, we did because we, we spun it before we did the episode. Yeah. So we're going to tack on. I finally got... Uh, Anguish just now got all the digital tracks for it, <clears throat> so I'm putting. Uh, I'm going to tack on one in the end of the episode. I'm going to put on "Got You Running," which is like the closing song to the LP. My favorite. Yeah. So everybody needs to just uh, hang tight and listen to that fucking that song. Ripper. Because it is amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if anybody wants to check them out, because uh, they have they don't have all of their releases. They at least have their last three releases, I think, up on there. But it's uh, "Anguish Detroit." dot band camp cool so definitely worth checking out yeah that that anguish record is really good yeah that anguish record's amazing yeah it's good um what have you been watching man uh well just um mixture of different stuff um terror train which morgan never seen uh shorter that <laughs> uh the chinese connection bruce lee mm-hmm. kind of popped that in the other day uh john carpenter's the fog i love that movie oh yeah the movie's fucking great yeah um, makes me want to own a lighthouse and <clears throat> run a radio station <clears throat> yeah true story yeah she sells it pretty well adrian barbo mm-hmm. she sells like how cool it would be and would make it a lot cooler is i wouldn't have a kid so i wouldn't be woken up early as fuck after i went to bed later shit yeah being asked if your kid can have a stomach powder and a coke <laughs> but uh, and uh i watched deep red the hatchet murders oh yeah so that's those are the main main ones that i've been watching 
aside from the Friday the 13th. Um, oh, and uh, I didn't write this down, but I watched uh, Tombs of the Blind Dead. Nice. I fucking love that movie. Holy it was amazing. shit. Yeah, uh, Morgan rented some movies from her video store, and that was one of them. <clears throat> I've never seen it. It's fucking killer. It's Fuck, really good. I fucking love that you guys go to that video store. Yeah. Yeah, man. They, they got a good selection in there, dude. You know, anything, you know, that you're looking for, they basically have. And then we watched, uh, what was the other one? I think it was a movie called The Faceless or something. Okay. It was about the uh, surgeon or something that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you seen it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know which one you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, we we watched that too. We were kind of like making food and shit, so I didn't actually sit down and watch it, but we rented them for a week. So there's that, and then uh, I can't. I think that's it. I think that's all I've been watching. Oh yeah. So, um. But uh, yeah, you any? Uh, well, I made that Halloween three poster, and making it, I decided I should probably watch Halloween three. It actually just got me to want to watch Halloween three. Right on. So watch Halloween three. Uh, put in Tenebrae. It's been a while since I watched that one. Um, popped in House. Cool, the first one. Yeah, I haven't seen that one, and I couldn't even tell you last time I saw that movie. I love that movie. I think it's- I like two better. Two is the second story. It's yeah. more like more comedy, obviously, but yeah. like every, I, I think all my memories are of two that I oh, have. Okay, but like yeah, the first one's good, but two, uh, two's fucking great. Is two? Uh, which one's the one in the very beginning where the the lady hangs herself? One. That is one. Yeah. Okay, that's the one I remember the most, and Norm from Cheers is in it. Yeah, because is it Norm the neighbor? Yeah, he's the neighbor. Yeah, yeah. That that's the one I remember the most. But I have seen this. I own the second one, but it's it's toast. Second one has the fucking uh, the grandpa from the old west. It's all he called fucking rotted out. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. See, I own a copy of it on VHS, but it's so toasted, I can't even adjust the tracking on it. So I'm gonna have to try to find that. Yeah. Shouldn't be too hard to find, but I forgot about the the grandpa from the old west. <laughs> yeah. That one's fucking cool, and there's more humor to it, like you said and shit. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. And then uh, actually, to just just today, actually well, last night, I just decided to finish watching it today. Fucking Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. I'll forever love that movie. Oh, for sure. I actually, during it, looked started looking up the blueprints for the house. Really? <laughs> I was going to try seeing how much it would cost to have a house built. Oh, man. Dude, I think about it all the time, like, with, like, because I've seen people who actually had, like, the the Michael Myers house built, and um, I think somebody might have done, did the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre house, but I've thought about it for two houses. I would love to have the Beetlejuice house after the remake or after the remodel, like after the, like the Dietz's move in. Oh yeah, yeah. And Daria's house, right on. <laughs> and I've looked up blueprints for both. <laughs> have you? Yeah. Have you found them? Yes. Get the fuck out. Of oh here. yeah, I found blueprints. There's like a couple roaming around for both of those. Wow. And the Beetlejuice house that. It, the house never fucking existed. It's all just they built like a facade for the shots, and then everything inside was in a soundstage. Yeah. Okay. But would yours come equipped with the the clay sculptures? Honestly, if I were to have it, if I could get it built and then have it done like the inside when they redid it, I fucking would put those sculptures in the corner. Why the fuck not? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's killer. Love Beetlejuice, man. Yeah. Need to find more of the cartoon. Yep, the DVD I have has uh, four episodes of the cartoon on it. That's mine does too. Yeah. But I want to find like the actuals. The actuals, yeah. Yeah. Which Um, I don't think that I think that's the only release of the cartoon. At least I know when uh, when that DVD came out, that was the only way to see any of the episodes. There was never an actual like DVD release of the cartoon. I don't think. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because I haven't really seen it. I'm sure I would have came across it at some point. But kind of cool, like, 
seeing those uh, cartoons when when I bought the DVD. I'm like, yeah, this dude, is- I remember watching those as a kid. Yeah, I used to watch that cartoon all the time. Yeah, it was sweet. It was it was pretty badass. And uh, it was, I think it was short lived though. Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think they did many. Um, maybe a couple seasons of it. Yeah, something like that. It wasn't. Did cartoons actually do seasons? They did seasons. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, strange little thing popped in my head. Did you know that there was an Uncle Buck TV show? Honestly, I no. I don't yes. think I did. Yes, there was. I don't know why that popped in my head, but it came out around the same time. It was a television show. John Candy wasn't in it. None of the original, but it was called Uncle Buck, and it was based on the movie. That's awesome. Yeah. So if you ever can find the Uncle Buck, it was on like WGN. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was just a Chicago thing or. I was going to say it would make sense to be on WGN. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing it on the Uncle Buck show. It was, it was pretty cool. That's fucking great. Yeah. See the size of the toast. <laughs> Couldn't even fit it through <laughs> the door. <laughs> that movie fucking rules, man. But I am really stoked about the movie that we're going to talk about. As my phone's going off. I love how my phone says scam likely. <laughs> At least they know. Huh? Yeah. I have uh, a bunch of numbers just saved on my phone as nope, nope. <laughs> cool. I'll get because I don't answer calls. I don't answer numbers I don't know. And if uh, if I don't know the number, but they actually want to talk to me, they're gonna leave me a message. So if you don't do that, I don't answer. And then they call me twice, and it just goes to my phone as nope. Yep. Same here, man. Can't stand it. They call me all the time too, but they don't leave a message. So fuck them. Yeah. I got a message before. Was it there was there was a, a problem with my uh, propane bill, and that was they were going to have to turn off my services. And I'm like, well, that's a good thing. I'm not running off propane, yeah. <laughs> and I don't have a propane bill. So. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to clean out your septic tank. <laughs> um, probably not. It's like, well, I live in the city, so I don't think I have one of those, but okay. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but uh, this episode, <clears throat> we're going to be talking about 1982's Girls' Night Out. Yes. Which, originally, filmed in 82 under the title Scaremaker. Okay. Got shelved. Then when they finally... I think another studio got the rights to it, or that studio finally decided to release it. That's when they called it, renamed it Girls' Night Out in 84, when it finally got released. Okay. So okay. It's one of those, like, film this year, release this year. Two different fucking titles. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was in theaters. No? In 82? Or did it not even hit theaters until 84? I don't think it hit theaters until 84. Okay. Okay. You may have... Uh, it may have gotten like a European release. Okay. Possibly. Yeah, maybe. But uh, from everything I remember is it got shelved. Like it got filmed and shelved. And then when they, in 84, when they came back to actually release it and they shot all the promo shit, which all those, which FYI, all those girls on like the covers for the poster, which the posters were pretty, pretty bad for this fucking movie. Yeah. Like there's like the light behind them on like a a cream colored like floor and these like three girls running. Yeah. None of those girls were even in the film because they shot it after the fact, <laughs> like two years after the film was done and wrapped. Yeah. Yeah, because I have the four EMI, mm-hmm. as do you, mm-hmm. and uh, the back like is makes no sense. Yeah. The picture on the back makes no sense. So, but um, I love this movie. Uh, I'm glad I picked it up when I did for a good price. Um, kind of interesting how they twisted the killer into how they did it. You know, it's it's definitely a campus slasher. Yeah. Or you know, like a school atmosphere. Um, and I think it's one of the better like college slashers. It is. I like it better than Final Exam. Yeah, and I like it better than 
what's another one? Campus slasher. I don't know. I, I, it's it's. I keep thinking of final exam. It's <laughs> yeah. the only one that keeps popping my head. <clears throat> final exam, sorority house massacre, or uh, dorm that drip blood. The I mean, dorm that would, drip. Would kind of be. I mean, they're cleaning out a dorm room. Everybody's going home for fucking vacation. True story. Um, house on sorority row. Yeah. But you know, this movie fucking stands out. It's uh, it's really good and. I like all the actors and actresses in it. They don't uh, spend a lot of time developing characters. They just start killing motherfuckers. Yeah, it's just, I mean, you're kind of, you can, and I like when, when movies do this. Like, they give you enough to be able to piece it together for yourself, like, how the people are, like, how the characters are. They give you enough just through, like, little to small talk that you hear. Yeah. That you can kind of get an idea. Yeah. They don't need to fucking sit there and build a thesis around each fucking character. Yeah, I know. That's what they did in Final Exam. And as much as I do like that movie, that was, you know, my only complaint was that they spent too too much time character developing. Yeah. And this one, they just kind of, you know, let you know that there's a basketball team. There's cheerleaders. Everyone rallies around this basketball team. And that there's a scavenger hunt coming up. Which... Fucking cool, man! Like that, what a concept, you know? It's actually really good. It's it's a great idea for a story. It is, <clears throat> it is, and it's only for the girls though. The scavenger hunt was, and why that is, I don't know. I think it's because the guys had to wake up early to go to basketball practice. I think that's what they touched on. They're like, don't stay out late helping the girls find stuff. You need to be here at like fucking 11 o'clock in the morning but then there was the big party too yeah so there was that but yeah this movie fucking rules man um uh the the radio dj is one of my favorite parts about this movie favorite things about this movie yeah that guy rules yeah and the soundtrack which is mostly 60s it's like classic fucking almost like classic rock music mostly love and spoonful yeah, Love and Spoonful is pretty, pretty heavy. It is. <laughs> Throughout the movie. It is. It is. They play like fucking four or five of their songs in there. And then there's a couple other ones he peppers in there. But Dude, I like some of the like um, the scene in the beginning where they're burying Dickie's body. Mm-hmm. And like comes up and hits him with a shovel and then's like stabbing with the shovel. He's like... Bruh! Which he's fucking stabbed down. Yeah, like those sound effects and the way that it's almost like the way they the those night shots are shot because shell it's like low budget mm-hmm. filming. It's fucking I love it. Yeah, like we're we're like the lights just they're not setting up a lot of lights to get like a whole fucking effect. It's just like yeah, there's like one light shining in. Right. <laughs> it yeah. Fucking plays in great. It's total like low budget shots. Yeah, yeah, I dig it. it. It's got a low budget kind of feel to it, but <clears throat> the acting is a little bit better than most low budget movies. Oh, definitely. Um, <clears throat> but the uh, scavenger hunt aspect was, I thought, was a really good touch. Um, and then I found myself trying to solve the clues that he was giving, like, you know, over the radio, and uh, that was that was pretty cool. But there's uh, plenty of partying and. Uh, Plenty of boozing. A lot of Jack Daniels talk. A lot of Jack Daniels, yeah. Two Damn. dudes sitting together shirtless with cowboy hats on, passing a fifth of Jack around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. On the basketball team. Yeah. Just kind of just putzing around, drinking Jack before the party. Yeah. But uh, Dickie Cavanaugh. Yes. Is... The supposed, yeah, Dickie Cavanaugh like uh, killed his girlfriend years prior, and then you actually see him, uh, and he was put in jail for it. And then you see him actually hang himself in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, and then the sheriff thinks he's still alive at some point. Well, because the sheriff doesn't know he died. Yeah, like, that's like not like known. <clears throat> the fact that he killed himself and that that you see in the beginning, because that is not known to anybody. And the way like uh, Hal Holbrook comes into like knowing this is the killer has been making phone calls to the radio station, the radio station, like saying some weird shit. Ends up calling 
Hal, who's head of security, and says, uh, he says, who is this? And he's like, Dickie Cavanaugh. He's like, Dickie Cavanaugh, you bastard. You're locked up. (laughs) (laughs) Then he hangs up. This is what I fucking love, dude. He fucking hangs up. And he calls over to the the mental hospital. And he's like, what kind of fucking, like, sideshow? You running over there. You need me to come over there and watch your people? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like, half-ass shit you guys doing? You guys letting everybody just roam around? <laughs> yeah. So he's like, hey. running wild. Hey, calm down. He's dead. He killed himself. <laughs> Are you sure he's dead? Well, I hope so. I cut him down myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like a total like Ace Ventura <clears throat> moment where he's reading the article about Dickie Cavanaugh. He's like, Dickie Cavanaugh's twin sister, like twin, and he pulls out a picture of Dickie Cavanaugh and just like with Sharpie starts drawing hair on him. He's like, oh my God, it's her? Yeah. (laughs) Which actually turned out to be, um, what what was her name in the... uh, Benny? Was it? In the movie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, She uh, she works at the restaurant? Works at the uh, restaurant, Yeah. yeah. Um, that's the mom from Amityville too. Yeah. Uh, Rotunda, whatever her name is, Elda mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, yeah, she's in it, and uh, well, she ends up being the killer, essentially in the end. But before we get to the end, which was pretty cool, didn't see that coming. Um, my favorite kill is the chick from Friday the 13th part two gets her throat like ripped out through the window. Mm -hmm. He like reaches in the window and just fucking rips her throat clean out with like this, these weird claws that he had. Yeah. Cause, uh, all the kills are done by somebody in, in the school's mascot. Okay. Yeah. Let's outfit. Yeah. Let's back backtrack. So like everyone said, and Everybody thinks they know the person who's wearing it. Yes. So they're thinking it's this one guy, and the chick like is luring him in, like, "Oh, you fucking whatever, blah blah blah." Well, you gotta catch me first. Yeah. And that's when she runs into the building, and the person wearing the costume made these fucking claws out of knives. four steak knives yes. taped together, like almost like Wolverine claws. Yes. And just puts them through the paw of this the bear mascot costume. So the fucking one hand is just fucking. Like four claws coming out of it. Right. Um, yeah. They think it's one of the basketball. Well, no, not. They think it's the mascot for the basketball for team. For the basketball team. Yeah. And uh, it he ends up getting killed. Killer takes the He bear. gets killed first. He's like the first fucking death. He's the first one. Yeah. And then the killer says, I need this a little bit more than you do. That's, what I, dude, that's another thing I like is kills the people. And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I need this more than you. <laughs> I know. It's the same voice for the calls. Yeah. It's the same it's voice when he so kills when he kills the chick and he's like, You fucking whore. That's dude, that's actually it, it works out better for when he's killing the people. Like when he's killing the girl, he's like, You you whore, you fucking bitch. Yeah. You slut. Yeah. And he's just like slicing up their necks. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. That's fucking killer, dude. And then David Holbrook's in this movie. Yep, David Holbrook. Uh, he is the uh, boyfriend. He's on the basketball team. Um, he's not very athletic looking, kind of like myself. How he got on the basketball team is beyond me. Um, but he's in this movie, and he's the boyfriend of the chick in the beginning. He's like the ex-boyfriend. He's <clears throat> will fight at the party. At this point. Yeah. He is the ex-boyfriend of the chick who's now seeing the guy in the bear costume. Pretty much. And he gets pissed, breaks up the party. So throughout the movie, you think it's him. That's what they want you to think. They want you to think it's that guy. Yeah. Because he's fucking... He's, he's he's shown to be a piece of shit because uh, he, like, he like pushes that chick around at the party. Yeah. And calls everybody whores. Yeah. He's like, you're all just a bunch of whores. Yeah. <laughs> I won't forget this. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so he's definitely like a suspect, you know. He was also, a uh, tidbit about him, also in Creepshow 2. Yep. He's uh, He plays Fatso yep. in the, uh, the Chief Wood, the Chief Woodenhead episode yep, or yep. Uh, segment. Yeah, he gets the arrow through the head. Yep. 
Yeah. He, uh, I, you brought that up. I, I didn't put two and two together, but yeah. And then, uh, the chick he's dating, it was, uh, I can't remember her name in Friday the 13th part two, but she's in it. She's, uh, the, the love interest of the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> she's in it too. Uh, girls night out. But, uh, overall, yeah, this movie fucking rules, man. And, I don't know. There's just so many cool aspects to it, like the scavenger hunt, the radio station, the twist at the end. The way they did the killer. <clears throat> the way they did the killer. Out. Like, I, I always say this movie's. it just seems like it's often overlooked. You don't hear a lot of people talk about this movie. Your cousin, actually, was the one that... Um, John? Legit? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's the one that told me about this movie years and years and years and years ago. Good shit. Yeah. I was over at his place, and... Uh, Zach put on Frightmare. Never heard of him before. In the Vestron. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started, John and I started talking about slasher movies and shit. And he brought up The Burning and Girls Night Out and fucking The Prowler and shit. And I was like, cool. You know, and then one, years later, I found it on VHS and I'm like, never seen it before. Love this movie. Yeah, it's fucking awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I actually posted it on Facebook years ago. When I first got it, and he was like, Dickie Kavanaugh, he, like, commented on it. So, <laughs> yeah, he's the one that definitely uh, turned me on to this movie. Good Pretty shit, cool. man. Yep. Good fucking shit. But, um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, and, uh, you know, it's a, it's a really good slasher movie for, you know, 84, right at the end of the first wave. Yeah, 82, 84, depending on which year you want to look at it as. True, yeah. Most people seen it in '84. By that time, yeah, oh, slashers yeah. had been a thing. But um, I wouldn't put it in like a top ten or anything. But I really do like this movie a lot, <clears throat> and I would recommend it for anyone that likes like sleazy slasher movies and that are full of partying and you yeah. know funny stuff and murder mystery. Oh yeah, definitely. But um. Anything else you want to add about this movie? Uh, actually, nothing I can really think of. I think I touched on everything. It's the thing. There's not really like a lot to, a lot to or about this movie. Not really. There's nothing like anything extra, like tidbits to really throw in. <clears throat> no, there's not any like little snippets of information. It's just kind of cut and clean. You yeah. Kind of. It's one of those movies that kind of came and went. Yeah. It, in the cycle of slashers in the '80s. Yeah, kind of gets shuffled in there, but like you said, it gets overlooked though. It does, and I, it's it's a shame because this movie's amazing. It's all it's gonna take is fucking one, it, Scream Factory to do a fucking release of it, and then everybody's gonna claim it's their fucking favorite movie ever, and they've always liked it. Yeah, <laughs> that seems to happen. Like some a weird, obscure fucking eighties or seventies movie gets released, and all of a sudden everybody's posting about it like, oh yeah, I can't wait to fucking get that. Mm-hmm. I love this movie. Never talked about that movie. Right. <laughs> Somebody I'm friends with on Facebook went on a rant about that. Has this this hasn't gotten a uh, release yet? Honestly, <clears throat> not that I think of. Uh, I posted about it yesterday, and somebody who's commented like, "I want that they want like Vinegar Syndrome to pick it up and see what they could do with it," which I think it could work for Vinegar Syndrome because besides of all like the the porn and sleaze shit they released, they've actually had released some, like, slasher films. Okay. I can see them with this one. Okay. Um, so, is, did it get a DVD release? That, I don't know. I think it did. If it did, I've never come across it. Me neither, but I've seen pictures. I think I've seen a picture of it, though. I mean, it probably did. Shitty cover. It's just got a chick's face, and it says, Girls Night Out, in, like, really plain font. Unless that was a poster that I happened to see. No DVD? Fuck, I'm not seeing a DVD release. Okay. Maybe it was a poster I seen. Oh, no, wait. Girls Night Out, Region 1 DVD. Okay. Out of print. Yep. But it's also Euro, so it might have gotten a... Nope, it actually did. Yeah, it got a, it got a DVD release. Okay. I I totally missed it though. Yeah. Blu-ray. 
it's not. A, there's no Blu-ray. And Blu-ray.com's talking about it. Well, maybe they're getting ready to release it, but yeah, I'd like say. to see it on a nice transfer too. Yeah, if somebody did like a 4K. Yeah, that'd be cool. But yeah, so apparently it did get a DVD release, but as far as I know, it's out of print altogether. Yes, it's it that DVD <clears throat> release stuck by me because I yeah. didn't know about it. But um, yeah, so that's uh, that's Girls' Night Out, man. Um, I think that's all all we got. I think that's all we got. Um, for those anybody follows us on Instagram, saw this. Uh, we're doing a giveaway tomorrow. Yeah, it ends tomorrow. So hopefully you listen to it before we. <laughs> Fucking draw the curtain on it, and you could try to get into it if you want to. You just got to uh, go to our Instagram page, uh, the image of the giveaway. You got to repost that image. Just tag yourself, and all the all the instructions are on it. Yeah, and uh, you'll be entered in because uh, we got our shirts in. So we got shirts, we got koozies, we got stickers, we got pins. We're just gonna go throw give away a bunch of those before we post everything online. So get on that if you want. Um, and yeah, our Instagram is burnt offerings underscore podcast. Our Twitter is underscore burnt offerings. Um, if you want to email us, it is contact at burnt offerings podcast.com. Our website's obviously burnt offerings podcast.com. And yeah, I think that's like it. Yeah. That's so it. good luck to everybody on the giveaway. Um, stoked to give this stuff away. Oh yeah. And, uh, Check out the new Anguish track. Yeah, stick around for this new Anguish track. It's uh, definitely worth a listen, especially if uh, if you like anything rock and rollish. You like fucking Motorhead. You like new album. Yep, you'll dig it. Right down your alley, it's man. Hundred percent down your alley. Fuck yeah. So, all right, guys. All right, we'll see you later. <laughs>